Hey, business building warrior. I hope you're having a great weekend. I know it's the weekend because this episode is dropped on a Saturday. This is our weekend update episode. Thanks for hanging out with me over some of your weekend. What we like to do on a Saturday, once a week or so, is we go find an older episode. Maybe it's an episode you missed. Maybe you're new to our listening community. Thank you for joining us, by the way. But you haven't heard some of the hundreds of great interview episodes that we've done over the years. Because if you weren't aware, this podcast is committed to about 75% of the shows being interviews with the successful students who have taken our flagship Amazon training course. It's called the Proven Amazon Course. You can read more about it at provenamazoncourse.com. There's a link at silentgym.com that'll take you right to it as well. We've also got a free Facebook group that was born out of that course, about 73,000 members approximately coming up on it as I'm recording this. These are all people who are using the internet creatively to launch and grow multiple streams of income with an emphasis on Amazon as the preferred starting point for those who don't have something else in mind that's really working well for them. We'd love to start you out with the Amazon replans model. And like I said, we've got hundreds of success story interviews with students who've used that model and built beautiful businesses. And that's what we have for you today. So we go back and we find some of the best clips from episodes from a few months or maybe even a year or so ago that you might've missed. So before we jump over to that, how about a quick announcement and then we'll jump into the content for the weekend. The Proven Conference is coming up July 6th through 8th. Hundreds of people are already registered. We're going to go to Columbus, Ohio, July 6th through 8th, 2023. And we really want you there. The website is theprovenconference.com. We're going to have over 40 breakout sessions. There's something for everyone from brand new seller who has no idea about anything up to the more advanced sellers who are looking to continue expanding and growing and making great connections. It's a tremendous event. This is the 11th time we've done it. People walk away saying, I will definitely be back, which is a good indicator that you've had a good conference when 98% of your attendees are saying, I am definitely coming back in the future. So we really have dialed this thing in over the years. You're going to have a tremendous experience and get this. Because we have such generous sponsors that you can see listed on the event page, they're helping us create a pool of funds for scholarships, meaning if you just can't quite justify the price of attending, we'd love to help you. We'd love to have you there at no admission fee. If that sounds interesting to you, you can go over to the main website, theprovenconference.com, and just put slash scholarship on the end, theprovenconference.com slash scholarship. Fill out that short form, someone will get back to you. If you filled out that form and no one gets to you, hey, drop us an email, because at this point, we have responded to just about everyone letting them know uh, their status. But we do have scholarship slots left. We would love to see you there. All right, Warrior, it's the weekend, but it's a Saturday. So you're still in work mode. You're still ready to tackle some new ideas to grow your business. That's great. Hey, I believe in a six-day work week too. That's what God did when he created the universe. <laughs> he worked six, rested one. That's what warriors do. So let's jump in, get some great content, get some inspiration, learn some lessons, and we'll have another brand new fresh episode for you on Monday. God bless you. Let's get into it. One thing that we did also learn that I go around to local businesses and get free boxes from them because they get shipments. So, and they're happy to give them away. 
Right. So that saved on an expense. I just go up and show up and I go, you got any boxes for me today? And they, yeah, here you go. And I put them in my truck, bring them home. Yeah. And then we reuse the boxes. Yes. So. And that's one of the tips that we actually uh, got from uh, the um, free Facebook group that we have. Mm-hmm. Yes. One of the things that you always tell the business warriors is to not be married to an ASIN or to um, mm-hmm. yeah, a product. So we're like, all right, it's time to part ways and move on. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Well, I kind of got married to some products because they were so easy to package and box. You know, it was like effortless and very, it wasn't very time consuming. And I would figure out a perfect box and I found a place to find these boxes and then I could put everything in and it was perfect. And then all of a sudden we get, you know, blocked from selling that. And then I'm just like, oh, man, all that work. But you just keep moving because I like your your um, business model of uh, inch deep, mile wide. That's right. And that is, so, that is so true with what we've been doing because... You just move, it forces you to move on to another product. It forces you to think outside the box and do your research. And it makes you work a little bit harder because the only person you have to depend on is yourself. It's your business. Yeah. And you are the one that's going to make it. And then you have the support from the community that will push you and give you that extra support, Mm -hmm. especially like. Like I said before, with your podcasts, you really inspire mm-hmm. people. Yeah. And that's what makes it a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, and not just the pack force, but also the uh, the community. Uh, whenever we have some roadblocks or questions, you know, you just um, go to the search engine, type a, type a word, and you could actually see like hundreds or sometimes like thousands of posts um, that uh, is related to the thing or issue that uh, we are encountering. And if we can't find the answer, just post a question and there are actually like great people that will really like help us how to deal with the problem like our first ip complaint mm-hmm. we it would it's really very scary you know like, yeah Huh, you know, like yeah. how yeah. yes, and it was a trademark infringement in the inch deep mile wide concept have saved us a lot of times, mm-hmm. especially with that IP complaint. We only bought like five five items or yeah, yeah like five, five pieces items. of it. To start off with yes. it, you know, yeah, just test. Tested, yes. Mm-hmm. And just as when it's sold out, that's when we get the IP complaint. And, you know, like Amazon, they're also like very um, helpful, helpful mm-hmm. and at the same time understanding. Uh, so we just acknowledge that we have we have received the IP complaint. We um, explained and we promised as a plan of care, we promised them that we're not going to sell that product anymore or listen yeah. that ASIN. Yeah, you just yeah. move on, right? Yes, yes. You're emotionally attached. You have a whole bunch of inventory. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that you guys have latched on early to the inch deep, mile wide concept, which for someone who's new listening to this, they may not know what we mean. We haven't really specifically spelled that out yet. So let me just describe. Right. I'd rather see new students selling 
50 different products, quantity one, two, three, or four of each one, mm-hmm. instead of two or three different products and selling 50 of each of those. Yeah. Simply because you can easily pivot away from any of them at any time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the rules we have is never have more than one month's worth of inventory for anything that you're selling. Never mm-hmm. have any more than that on hand or at Amazon. Mm-hmm. And that helps you easily pivot away unemotionally, say, okay, well, what are we going to do with these extra six units? eBay, give them away as Christmas presents. That's a lot easier problem to tackle than what are we going to do with these extra 400 units? Now we've got to... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That also happened with one of the most... Sa- the first saleable item we ever had. That was uh, working really well for us yes. too. I was a little bummed when uh, we couldn't sell it anymore because that yes. was one of my favorite you know, peace of mind things that I always enjoyed packing and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we were, uh, I think after three months of selling it, it, we got gated from that listing and we didn't actually know what to do. But like I said, with the uh, with that um, concept, uh, we were able to sell everything when we got gated. Mm-hmm. Thank God it was a sellable item. It was a fast mover. It yes. had a good Kiba report. Mm-hmm. Yes. And even, I think we're the only FBA seller of that item as well. Mm-hmm. Everybody sends it um, themselves to the buyers. And uh, th- I think that's the reason why it was also like very good from our end. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. anyway, Those great um, opportunities, yeah. actually. That's a good tip you just dropped. And you can learn how to use Keep as a research tool to identify those fast moving ASINs where there's no other FBA sellers. Yep. If you're the only FBA seller on a listing, you can raise your price way up above everyone else and still get a significant number of sales. Which is the convenience of fast delivery straight from Amazon. Some shoppers shop only for prime deals. They ignore Uh everything else that's not prime. And right. if you're the only FBA seller, you are the only prime option on that listing. Mm-hmm. So those can be some great yeah. winners. Yes, yep. yes. And every every time we try to like up the price for like every uh, like dollar or so, and it still flies off the shelf, and we're like, oh good, mm-hmm. until we got gated. But thank thank God, like I said, inch deep, mile wide concept. Mm-hmm. We. We were. Um, we did not have to uh, recall or um, ask them to ship uh, any items back uh, mm-hmm. to us. We only had like one return of that item after we got gated, mm-hmm. but we ended. Up, so it ended up being shipped to our address. But it is uh, something that we can use around the house. the house. So yeah. we're like, Sorry, okay, so it. let's just use yeah. this and yeah. have you know like a customer review. Oh, this is the reason why it's it's mm-hmm. actually very popular to um, buyers because it's really a very good yeah, product. product. We've mm-hmm. tried a lot of new foods that way around here with yeah. returns <laughs> and such. Uh, yes. Yeah. We got a nice setup. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's awesome because then we can just sit there and talk too while mm-hmm. we pack. You know, yeah. just That's great. It, I love to see couples doing it together. You know, there's nothing wrong with one couple tackling it as their thing, but there's a, there's a bonus to this when you start tackling and solving problems and challenges together. The mm-hmm. re- relational improvements of kind of tackling a new challenge, uh, mm-hmm. the relational benefits, I should say. That's awesome. I love to see. Yeah, it is. 
Yeah. It makes yes. our relationship stronger because we're tackling issues together. Related to the business. Related to the business as a team. To our growth as yeah. well. Yeah. Because we know if we don't work on it together, it's going to fall apart. And then we're not going to have a future for our kid. So it really makes us work hard together. And commit to it. And commit to it yeah. to make That's a business. Your vision is so powerful. It's your yes. vision mm-hmm. of you know, yeah. and there's plenty of couples, like I said, that, you know, it's just one spouse, the other doing it, but they're operating with a similar vision of where they're heading. You know, there's not one party undermining the other party. It's, you know, uh-huh. it, that's impossible. Entrepreneurs need a supportive spouse, even if they're not uh-huh. contributing. But when they are contributing uh-huh. to the real work, there's just something special about that arrangement that, that really yeah. can be, you know, because you guys are on a leadership journey. That's what a business is. It's a, it's a leadership and relational journey. And if you can take that journey together, there's benefits. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in, in, yeah. you're, even what your child's witnessing and the two of you interacting and doing it under the same roof, you're instilling things in your family's story that wouldn't be there otherwise. One thing that we didn't have with those other two that we tried, we didn't have support. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't have a community of people who care, who want to watch other couples succeed, even though they're your competition, you know, but at the same time, you know, they still want your business to do sure. good, to grow, you know, and that's what's really cool about the community is everybody's so positive and they just want everybody to be the best that they can be, mm-hmm. you know, and that's yes. what I really, yeah. really was drawn to mm-hmm. with with this program and everything that you've set up for everybody. And then mm-hmm. just built. It's one of our core principles that you've picked up yeah. on, and it's drilled in. And and you can't get into leadership around here without embracing and appreciating an abundance mentality towards the concept of success. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Meaning. You see it as candlelight, not cake. You've heard that example probably mm-hmm. at this point, right? You, yeah. you can spread as much candlelight as we want and it doesn't take away from anybody's candle. It's yeah. not a cake in the middle of the room and we're all making a mad dash to try to get our piece before it's gone. That's not how we view success. It's just yeah. that we refuse to view business success through that lens. Mm-hmm. And so that abundance mentality allows us to not just be generous for the sake of being kind and generous, but we also know, like as I'm sitting here with you guys and you know Will and Rochelle, and you guys are in the early stages and you're excited and you've got some momentum and success. And so far, we've poured into you probably more than you've poured back into the community. But that will soon change mm-hmm. where you guys will be pouring far more in than you're taking out. out of nothing else than maybe a sense of gratitude. Mm-hmm. But then you see that kind of that flywheel of people who love and trust and respect the community pouring back into it, stepping into leadership roles. You know, mm-hmm. maybe next time you're a coach, you know, down the road, and you guys are coaching, and and so we're building this thing together, and it's all based mm-hmm. on the foundation of that that abundance mindset in regards to success, and yes. just uh, attracting in great people who get it and who understand. Yep. Hey, I, I want to succeed not just for me, but so I can spread. A message. Yeah. Hey, you can do your family differently. You can you can yes. be home with your kids, and you can do a business under your roof, and it can actually turn into real numbers. Mm-hmm. Change your financial yeah. outlook. And that becomes part of your passion of, you know, like like Marcel shared shared with you guys, and you guys are going to talk to others. That's our marketing. Yeah. I was telling you before we hit the record button today. We have no paid marketing. It's all 
people telling their stories and sharing word of mouth. And that keeps us plenty busy around here. Mm-hmm. The stuff we teach to yeah. folks. For those who don't know, when you become a new proven Amazon course student for a few dollars, I think it's 35, 37, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You can take a four-part live class with other new students. And we call it Kickstart. And our goal is to get you to the point where you sell your first item. You get through all those... Mm-hmm. Initial stages of getting signed up and all the little scary mm-hmm. things that Amazon sends you. We help you navigate all that. To you, you pack your first box, you get all your supplies. Like we get you through those one-time challenges mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and with a with a class of people that oftentimes they maintain relationships with fellow students. Mm-hmm. We've started noticing yeah. too because we've done a good handful Mary, of things. Yeah, Merrick was actually one of those people on my um as, on my group. For um, the kickstart, yes, he's very active. He's very mm-hmm. passionate about his business. I'm so happy for him. Actually. Our conversations with him ran a little long <laughs> because he was such a great person. Oh and no, that's actually John Parks. Or was that John? I can't John Parks. It's been a while. Yes, when we uh, when they did the the first call after um, signing up for um, the pack, yeah, it was only like a thirty minute. Uh, I think it was only 30 minute um, call, but John really took time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you called our uh, our coaching office. Yes, yeah, the yes, coaching office. Yes, yeah, we, we offer starting. free consultations to new students yeah. and like, hey, let's talk yeah. about your business. Yeah, and you, yeah. you blocked a half an hour, but he took a lot more time. Yeah, that's well, yeah. We, we such just a giving team. On a roll. Yeah, yes, it was. Yes. John, yeah. yeah. It was awesome. Yes, and sometimes he would send us an email like, hey, how is your business going? And, you know, like, even if you're not part of the coaching program, if you have any questions, let us Mm -hmm. know. So we have him in mind that if we um, are at that point that we wanted or we really that we wanted a coach, we Mm -hmm. we, it's one of our um, like goals to have um, a coach. But once we're at that point, John, when when the time's right, you know, (laughs) there's a season for it and it'll be obvious. For you guys, yes. some people do it day one. Others take their time, it's, but mm-hmm. we're happy to talk to you about it and help you make a good decision when the time is right. But you guys are, you guys are really building a beautiful routine right now. You've got a lot of great momentum. Well, the, mm-hmm. the bottleneck right now, it sounds like, is finding more ASINs, and you just don't have the time. You're, you're good at it. You're competent at it. You understand the process, mm-hmm. but just finding the time to do it. Yeah. I would suggest as confident and comfortable as you are, I mean, being Filipino yourself, Rochelle, it should be a pretty straightforward process for you guys to find and train and hire someone. And that's not an expensive proposition, especially, Mm -hmm. I mean, you can probably confirm for me. And I like anytime I have someone from the Philippines to kind of confirm because I say it all the time on the program. And every time I've ever ran it past someone from the Philippines, they've confirmed it. But Mm -hmm. on the island, the average wage is a dollar per hour. So if you pay someone four or five dollars per hour to work for you, that's a significant mm-hmm. income. So you yeah. find someone who's willing to do the work and work hard and they learn the systems. And there's a work ethic mm-hmm. built into the Filipino culture, right? That's just oh, yeah. unmatched from my experience. That's why so many of us have found and hired. And now we, we while we do offer a service that will do that for you, I would think, Rochelle, that you're positioned pretty well. With mm-hmm. some connections, maybe to, to find that person and to, you know, for a few dollars per hour now, they're doing some of that heavy lifting that can be done online while you guys sleep, right? So talk me okay. through that. Am I right in my assessment of the of the economy of the Philippines? I always like to kind of bounce that off of folks that I know. And, you know, why not go down that road? 
Yes, well, we discuss about it because we know few and we have a um, few uh, VAs um, already in the Philippines. And then we were like, but we wanted to make sure that we know everything mm. first before we get a VA so that when they have a question, I know Kyle will be there uh, for them. But as a business owner, we wanted to be there for them. And Filipinos, they're very, we are very resilient. We, you know, when you have we work, it's like yes. a typhoon every two or three weeks takes out everything. <laughs> That's true. No kidding. Um, you, just, guys, you basically rebuild the island every few weeks. It's amazing. The, the yes. Resilient is a great word for that culture. But where else do you guys want to go? You've, you've shared a great amount of your story. I would like to hear how it's going specifically, like you know, yeah. business numbers wise, if just some general numbers. So you get a bit of a point in time of where things are now and is we find a we find a good ASIN and it starts off really strong, okay? And we're continually updating or Reprise. re- reprising and also making sure we can find enough to keep it stocked at Amazon. And then all of a sudden, what's really weird, just one day, it's like a light switch. It just shuts off. Yeah. And then the inventory just sits there for a couple of months. Yeah, and we know that um, sometimes, you know, when someone tanks the price, when it gets on the list, then it happens. But what we actually wanted to know is, like, how to avoid it. How to avoid it. Specifically, let me restate your question. How do we avoid good ASINs going bad? Bad. True. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Or is that just the nature of the beast? That is the business model. Every Mm -hmm. Replin ASIN you will ever find has a time bomb tied to it. And you Mm -hmm. don't know what that countdown timer has on on the dial. It could be two weeks. It could be four years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't know. There's no way to know. Deep mile wide. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's again, exactly. That's why we do the inch deep, mile wide. We don't have more than a month's worth of commitment anywhere. And if mm-hmm. you play this business out over the long term, you know, some of us have 50 ASINs, some of us have 500, some of us have 5,000 mm-hmm. through across the board. Any given month, you're going to lose 10, maybe 20% on a bad month of your ASINs. Yeah. To either a, a temporary loss, which is usually the case. Temporary could be, you know, a month, it could be eight months to where it's just mm-hmm. not viable. Or mm-hmm. you're gonna lose it for some other reason permanently. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. The 20%. Yeah. So that's why the game really is finding new ASINs. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when you mm-hmm. hire a virtual assistant, for example, and they're tasked with finding you three to five, maybe 10 on a good day, new ASINs. Mm-hmm. Well, that solves all these problems. Mm-hmm. They just have to have a system for recognizing ASINs that are starting yeah. to drop off your chart, replacing mm-hmm. them with good ones constantly, getting rid of any excess inventory. It's never more than a month's worth, mm-hmm. which is why I'm just as excited about an ASIN that sells three to five times a month at a nice mm-hmm. margin as I am one that's selling 40 times a month. Because the one that's selling 40 times a month, I got to have 40 of those on stock. And if the time runs out on that ASIN, I got extra 40, 50 units sitting around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and so I just remember, yes. yes. And that's, that's why, uh, like, 
you know, they always say that for Kipa, not don't just look at the three months or six months, look at a year. Yeah, um, that paints a better picture for you. Yeah. It doesn't yes. predict the future. It just tells you, it helps you identify consistent patterns. Is this seasonal? That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And one thing that we always um, tell uh, new sellers like us is don't lose hope in finding good ASINs. Mm-hmm. Um, if one is not a good, if, a, if one is not a good ASIN, move um, move on mm-hmm. and sometimes you would even find products that you don't know how to use but it's a good you know you can list it on a good asin mm-hmm. and sell on a- every category that you are ungated mm-hmm. don't focus on ungating an asin or a category or on a product because that will happen when it's time uh, you know, in, in its own time, the gate of flood will just open I'll and open up for you. you yeah. You yeah the, as you sell, after you've sold 50 or so items, you'll find ungating just happens organically. A lot of new sellers get very focused in on the yes. categories they can't sell in while mm-hmm. ignoring the categories that they can sell in because they're frustrated. It's, it, uh, it, to me, the visual I get in my head is, you know, I was raised on a farm, is those cows that are standing in beautiful grass poking their head through the fence, reaching for identically beautiful grass that they can't find on the other side. It's like, pull your head out of the fence, down at your feet. Like you're already ungated in sports and outdoor arts and crafts, home supplies, pets, not pet food. You know, there's millions of ASINs in those categories. Don't try to poke your head through the groceries to get to grocery, you know, week two, because you saw somebody make a post about, success with grocery items that'll happen mm-hmm. automatically here sell mm-hmm. sell a few things right so i love yeah. the point you're making there absolutely yeah. and there's a, and there really are replenations everywhere and two mm-hmm. have you guys been through the advanced keeper training inside the proven amazon course we are working on it okay. yes yeah, I'm, yes i'm still like uh it's a challenge for me to actually understand it mm-hmm. but so I just keep on pausing and like repeat. Listen. Do you know again. the general premise behind it of of what it is that it's that it's doing? What the magic of that strategy is? I could summarize it for you if that'd be helpful. Yeah, that'd be great. Yes. Yeah. For, yeah. For so as as replens sellers, we all know we're resellers. That means we're selling items that other people are allowed to sell. We are just looking for those underserved shelf spaces, so to speak, at Amazon. There's some products, some ASINs that Amazon offers that are very well stocked with plenty of sellers, and you may or may not be able to make any money sliding in next to the other sellers. A good replen ASIN is one where you can slide in. There is room for you to make a handful of sales profitably per month, predictably. So that's what we're trying to identify. So the advanced keep it training says, what other sellers out there on Amazon have a replens type of footprint? On Amazon, meaning they're selling replens items as their strategy. You look at several of them, you filter through, and you find what ASINs you might be able to hop on right next to other sellers and begin successfully selling. So it helps you identify other successful sellers, what part of their inventory offering is something you could hop on alongside. Some of the best ASINs you will ever sell against will be ones that have 5, 10, 20, 30 other sellers. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes people avoid those 
but those can be phenomenal. If they're moving fast, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter that there's 30 other sellers. It's moving fast. And not yeah. only is that buy box rotating around the bottom one-third of the best prices, that buy box is also because of the regional advantages you have having inventory sprinkled all over the country on a fast mover. Yeah. That buy box is going to change. There's going to be some busy single mom in the middle of nowhere, Arkansas, who needs it two hours from now. And your unit is the only one close enough to serve that customer. So for that customer, the only buy box they see is your unit because they're shopping prime now and they need it for a party today. And so they buy your unit, even though you're nowhere near the buy box price historically on Keepa, but it's a fast mover. So some, mm-hmm. don't be intimidated by ASINs that have a bunch of sellers and some of the sellers are selling at a price below where you think you could make a profit. Send in a couple test units at a nice high price that you guys like and sell on it. But the advanced keep a training, as of by the time this podcast episode goes live, it will have, uh, we will have rolled out a new... I'll send this to you guys for free. When you see this roll out, remind me, send me an email, okay? To, as being a guest okay. today on the show. But the advanced keep of training is one strategy as it appears in the proven Amazon course right now. It's getting Mm -hmm. ready to be nine new strategies added on top of it, including the one that I just described to you, but just spelled out in detail. So the the one strategy that's in there right now is find other sellers, kind of scour through their inventory, methodically have tools do it for you. So you've got a list of, you know, let's say you look at a thousand ASINs and you drill it down very quickly to 30 or 40 that you're going to look at one at a time and make some decisions on. But there's nine other cool strategies coming that are launching. Advanced Keepa mm-hmm. training is mm-hmm. going to be at provenamazoncourse.com slash Keepa. People can go there to get details on it. By the time this episode comes out, that will be live. But that's cool. just filling you guys in. Does that help kind of paint a picture of what that Yeah, that will... Does? Yes, it will help us get out of this bottleneck part that we're kind of just stuck in where we're just maintaining and not, we're kind of like at a holding pattern right now where we're not moving forward, but we're getting enough to help pay for some stuff. And then we're getting ready to move, take our next step forward. Yes. Did you guys have any other questions for me? Anything I can help you out with? me. Yeah, I have one more question because I've seen all your quite a few of your podcasts and things like that, but I never really heard the story of your beginning. Like, mm-hmm. what was the light switch that made you want to do this Amazon business? And what was the day where you got the ball rolling and how did it happen? Yeah, I'll give you the short version. And I imagine yeah, it's been a while since I shared fine. this, but. The last real job I had was over 20 years ago working for Microsoft selling software licensing, which is about the most boring tech job you can possibly imagine. But I was good at it. I I had a decent income, but my heart wasn't in it. I knew... I felt like I had a calling from God to do something more significant that Mm -hmm. uh, for me, more kingdom-oriented. If if that Mm -hmm. resonates, it will with some, it won't with others. But... I felt mm-hmm. like I needed something I could really pour and, and treat as a ministry where I'm actually making a real impact on families. And I knew what I wanted, my, you know, talking with my wife you know, 20 years ago when our kids were all much younger, most of them didn't exist yet. Um, mm-hmm. We wanted to run our family differently. We wanted to do life with kids under the roof, making decent money. And I really wanted to figure that out. So while I had this great career and nice trajectory, selling for one of the hottest companies in the world and you know, 
crazy to walk away from that industry. At the time, people were telling me, I was starting to have some fun playing on eBay. And mm-hmm. I sold... The first thing I sold on eBay or one of the first things I sold was a pair of used basketball shoes. Happened to be a pair of Air Jordans. Sold them to a guy in Singapore for $700. Wow. And, and I was just... I was instantly thrilled at the thought of how easy it was to have an international business. Mm-hmm. Living in the United States, selling shoes to a guy in Singapore. Right. So I started diving in, investigating. And the, the more successful that got, the more people I had asking me for advice. And kind of like you guys have asked Marichelle. It's like, hey, how's this work? You know, fill us in. You know, mm-hmm. after you've got 50 people asking you, I just, I just wrote it down. And yeah. that turned into a book, turned into a course. And, and that turned into a community. And here we are 20 years yeah. later with oh, cool. you know, one of the most established e-commerce communities in the world. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.